Welcome to the enchanting world of nursery rhymes, where childhood memories and timeless tales intertwine. Join us on the A Tisket Tasket podcast as we embark on a delightful journey through the rich history and captivating origins of beloved nursery rhymes. Tune in for an exploration that will delight nursery rhyme enthusiasts and folklore aficionados alike. And now your host, Gina. Hello and welcome to a Tisket Tasket podcast. I'm your host, Gina, and today we will be discussing the nursery rhyme, I Know an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly. This nursery rhyme and song goes by a number of different names, including There Was an Old Lady, There Was an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly, or even There Was an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Spider. Basically, if you see a nursery rhyme title that includes an old lady swallowing some sort of small critter, then it's likely that this is the nursery rhyme I'm going to talk about today. Before we get into talking about the history of this rhyme, please be sure to check out my website at atiskettasketpodcast.com. There, you can find my blog that goes into more detail about the illustrations for this rhyme, as well as includes my reference list. Also, there you can find a link to help fund this podcast in my travels for further research. Any donation goes a long way to help fund what I love to do and helps me get closer to my goal to attend the American Folklore Society's annual meeting in Portland, Oregon this November. Lastly, I'd like to give a heartfelt thank you to Michael Cussman, a wonderfully talented voice actor who made my new custom intro and outro. You can find a link to Cussman's work on my website, Check it out. His work is amazing and awesome, and he's absolutely wonderful to work with. But now let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. To begin with, this nursery rhyme has a Rald folk song index number of 9,375. This nursery rhyme is not featured in Opie and Opie's edition of the Oxford Dictionary of Nursery Rhymes. I'm not sure why this is. It could be that it's too new of a rhyme, or it's not English, as in from Britain or the UK, in origin. You know me, I really respect and enjoy seeing what the Opies have to say about a nursery rhyme, but I do get rather excited when I come across one that's not in their definitive work. With that being said, let me go ahead and refresh your memory of the lyrics to this rather absurd poem. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. There was an old lady who swallowed a spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. There was an old lady who swallowed a bird. How absurd to swallow a bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. There was an old lady who swallowed a cat. Fancy that, to swallow a cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. There was an old lady that swallowed a dog. To swallow a dog. 
She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. There was an old lady who swallowed a goat. Just opened her throat and swallowed a goat. She swallowed the goat to catch the dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. There was an old lady who swallowed a cow. I don't know how she swallowed a cow. She swallowed the cow to catch the goat. She swallowed the goat to catch the dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. There was an old lady who swallowed a horse. She's dead, of course. Well, there we go. I love reciting, reading, or singing cumulative nursery rhymes. And that's the type of rhyme this is. Cumulative. A cumulative song or rhyme is written in the form of a stanza at least two lines long that is then built upon. Then the preceding lines are repeated. The longer the song or stanza is, the more absurd it seems because the topics just keep building on each other and keep being repeated. A very good example of this is the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. I always wondered if the gift receiver only got one partridge in a pear tree or received the 78 that he or she would receive from her true love by the end of the gift-giving season. In the case of the old lady who swallowed the fly, the lines, she swallowed the spider to catch the fly, is repeated along with all the other animals she swallows. This, of course, builds the absurdity of this rhyme. And one may be excused for accidentally swallowing a fly, but swallowing a horse? Now, that is just too absurd to be believed. Obviously, the humor also goes with the retelling. Repeating lines over and over again is fun, and you're trying not to mess up as it just gets longer. Personally, I learned this as a camp song when I was young, and I remember reciting it in a group. It's a really fun group activity because even if you don't know the lines initially, you're going to easily pick it up because it's being repeated so often. But now, let's go ahead and take a look at the history of this nursery rhyme. When we delve into the history of the popular nursery rhyme, I Know an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly, we discover some intriguing details. Despite its timeless quality, this American nursery rhyme is relatively new. Allow me to shed some light on the history of its creation. The nursery rhyme was copyrighted by Canadian English folk artist Alan Mills in 1952 and released under the Brunswick Records in 1953. Notably, it was performed by Burl Ives, a well-known singer from the 40s and 50s. Although Burl Ives is often associated with holiday classics like Holly Jolly Christmas, in his role as a snowman in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, he is also connected to this nursery rhyme. In 1963, an exceptional animated version of this nursery rhyme was created characterized by quintessential 1960s animation style, with vibrant colors and distinctive features reminiscent of shows like Schoolhouse Rock and Rocky and Bullwinkle. This animated adaptation, directed by Derek Lamb, won awards and is available for free viewing on the National Film Board of Canada on their website. Interestingly, this, this particular version attributes the original lyrics to author Rose Bonney. However, despite my efforts to research this author, I was unable to find any bibliographic information or credible sources to validate the claim. It can be frustrating 
when intriguing leads like this turn into dead ends, especially when conducting enjoyable research and things that the OPs haven't covered. But nevertheless, it is worth noting that this nursery rhyme had appeared prior to the 1960s. In Dorothy King's 1946 book, Happy Recollections, she describes this nursery rhyme as being recited in an officer's hall during World War II. She says that the room was so packed that men were even perched on windowsills. King mentions that the resuscitation of this nursery rhyme brought immense laughter and cheering, indicating its popularity during this time. Additionally, the 1947 issue of Hoosier Folklore Journal printed three versions of this nursery rhyme with slightly different lyrics from three different states, Colorado, Georgia, and my home state, Ohio. Between the mid-1950s and 1970s, the nursery rhyme gained significant popularity, resulting in various renditions. In a previous episode of my podcast, I featured a version from a 1960s or 70s record that also included Old Mother Hubbard. This cumulative nursery rhyme reaches peak popularity during the mid-20th century. While it remains uncertain where exactly this nursery rhyme originated, all available sources point to it being written in the United States during the earliest part of the 20th century. However, it is important to note that there are numerous nursery rhymes beginning with phrases like, there was an old woman, or there was an old man. In fact, I've discussed this theme in my recent podcast episodes, revealing that such nursery rhymes have been around for hundreds of years, with versions dating back even to the 1500s. It is reasonable to assume that this particular nursery rhyme existed in some form long before the 1940s, even if it hadn't officially documented or published until Alan Mills copyrighted it. With that being said, I invite you to tune in to next week's episode where I will be focusing on the symbolism and allegories found in There Wasn't Old Woman nursery rhymes. Just like the inspiration from There Was an Old Woman Who Lived in a Shoe, I aim, I aim to explore the significance behind symbols such as shoes, which were traditionally associated with fertility. Now, let's go ahead and listen to a few versions of I Know an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly. Now, I'm going to go ahead and play two versions of the popular nursery rhyme, I Know an Old Woman Who Swallowed a Fly. The first one is from 1953 and is a version by Bill Hayes. Originally, I wanted to show two different versions. I wanted to show Alan Miltz's version that was then turned into a cartoon. However, I'm worried about infringing on copyright laws, so I'm not going to go ahead and do that. But the other one I wanted to show, which I can't even do because it's now uh, owned by Disney, is the 1977 Judy Collins version. And that actually, it's so wonderful. It was performed on the Muppets. I can't show it on this podcast, but I will link the YouTube version on the blog. You could go ahead and Google either version and you'll find them. The cartoon version, like I said, by Alan Mills is absolutely wonderful. It reminds me so much of Rocky and Bullwinkle and Schoolhouse Rock. I loved it. And I'm a huge Muppets fan, so of course I love the 1977's version. But let's go ahead and listen to I Know an Old Woman Who Swallowed a Fly. I know an old lady who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. I know an old lady who swallowed a spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly, but I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. 
I know an old lady who swallowed a bird. Absurd to swallow a bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly, but I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. I know an old lady who swallowed a cat. Now imagine that she swallowed a cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly, but I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. I know an old lady who swallowed a dog. Oh, what a hog to swallow a dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly, but I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. I know an old lady who swallowed a goat. She just opened her throat and swallowed the goat. She swallowed the goat to catch the dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly, but I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. I know an old lady who swallowed a cow. Now I don't know how she swallowed the cow. She swallowed the cow to catch the goat. She swallowed the goat to catch the dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Perhaps she'll die. I know an old lady who swallowed a horse. She's dead, of course. Pretty traditional, right? Now, the second version I'll share is a recitation of a poem titled There Was a Young Woman Who Swallowed a Lie by Meredith Tax. It's a powerful feminist poem that satirizes politics. Pete Seeger, a notable folk singer and political activist, has a great recorded version of it. I can't play it, of course, because of copyright, but you can also search for this on YouTube. Again, it's not my place to talk about politics here on this podcast, but... I have talked about the ongoing theme of satirizing politics with nursery rhymes, so I thought I would show an example by reciting this poem. Meredith Tax's poem goes like this. There was a young woman who swallowed a lie. We all know why she swallowed the lie. Perhaps she'll die. There was a young woman who swallowed a rule. Lived to serve men, she learned it at school. She swallowed the rule to hold up the lie. We all know why she swallowed the lie. Perhaps she'll die. There was a young woman who swallowed some fluff, lipstick, candy, powder, and puff. She swallowed the fluff to sweeten the rule. She swallowed the rule to uphold the lie. We all know why she swallowed the lie. Perhaps she'll die. There was a young woman who swallowed a line. I look dumb, baby. You suit me fine. She swallowed a line to tie up the fluff. She swallowed the fluff to sweeten the rule. She swallowed the rule to hold up the lie. We all know why she swallowed the lie. Perhaps she'll die. There was a young woman who swallowed a pill. Might have said no, but she hadn't the will. She swallowed the pill to go with the line. There was a young woman who swallowed a ring. Looked like a princess and felt like a thing. She swallowed the ring to make up for the pill. There was a young woman who swallowed some Spock. Stay at home, mother. Take care of your flock. She swallowed the Spock to go with the ring. One day, the young woman woke up and said, I swallowed so much that I wish I were dead. She threw up the spock and she threw up the ring. It looked like a princess and felt like a thing. She threw up the pill. She threw up the line. I look dumb, baby. You suit me fine. 
She threw up the fluff and she threw up the rule, lived to serve men. She learned it at school. And last but not least, she threw up the lie. We all know why she threw up the lie. She will not die. I find this poem to be incredibly powerful and relevant with a strong political message. Of course, nursery rhymes often adapt and repeat messages like this to satirize politics. And this is not a new concept. Regarding the versions I shared earlier, the first one by Bill Hayes is a traditional rendition from 1953. The second one is, of course, the political satirical version by Meredith Tax. And I hope you enjoyed both of them. So what have we learned today? Well, the nursery rhyme, I know an old lady who swallowed a fly, holds a special place in the world of cumulative rhymes. Of course, it's repetitive in nature, that's what cumulative rhymes are, and its absurdity make it fun and an engaging group activity. And the lines are just easy to pick up. I mean, it's just fun to sing. We know that Alan Mills copyrighted it in 1952, where he then had Burl Ives, a notable singer, do a wonderful rendition of it that then won awards. Finally, nursery rhymes, including I Know an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly, continue to captivate and entertain across generations. Their ability to convey messages, satirize politics, and evoke emotions is a testament to the enduring power of these seemingly simple verses. Let's continue to appreciate and explore the weirdness of nursery rhymes next week as I continue to talk about the symbolism appearing in nursery rhymes that feature old women. Thank you for listening to a Tisket Tasket podcast. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. If you found value in today's content, please share with others and consider leaving a review. Also, Follow Gina on all social media platforms, and we'll see you next time.